The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. Welcome to the show about your kid's secret life, an inside peek at what today's kids are really doing online and with technology. Each week, you'll hear the latest trends and get tips to keep them safe while keeping your sanity. So here are your hosts, cybersecurity experts, best-selling authors, and parents of four teens, Lisa and Chris Good. Hey everyone, welcome to the show that lets you see behind the curtain of what today's kids are doing with technology. We talk culture, social media, trends, and all the stuff that drives your digital kids. Some things you may know about, but fair warning, most you don't. Let's jump into your kid's secret life. I'm your host on this crazy journey, Lisa Good. Now, in keeping with my New Year's resolution, let's start with something funny. What does a baby computer call his father? Data. Well, it's another week and another round of TikTok challenges abound. First up is Bugs Bunny. I'm not talking about the cartoon Looney Tune character that some of us may remember. Nope, this one has everything to do with showing off your behind or your new pair of socks, maybe. Sounds intriguing, right? Here's how it goes. The TikToker lays on their stomach with their feet behind their head so they resemble bunny ears. That's if they're flexible enough to pull this off, of course. Then they move their feet like a pair of flopping bunny ears before raising their butts above their head and back down again. It's kind of weird, but it is kind of funny if it weren't for the butt thing and the comments that people are making shaming those who can't quite get their feet to look like they're above their head like bunny ears. All right, next up we have the back crack challenge, which as of last week was going viral. Now when it comes to TikTok challenges, they all pretty much fall into one of three categories. Category number one is impressive dances or what cheerleaders or those in dance call the transition challenges. You know, those crazy moves that most of us older people should just not even try to do because we know we're gonna dislocate something. It's no fun. Then there are the pointless challenges, some of which are funny. This is where the Bugs Bunny challenge falls into. Then there are the dangerous challenges that can cause serious harm or death. That would include the cha-cha slide challenge and that is also where this challenge would fall. Now to be fair, the back crack challenge first made its appearance in 2020, but it didn't get much traction. But as Arnold says, I'll be back. Well, that's pretty much what all TikTok challenges do at some point, they come back. So here we are again, but this time it's gone viral. And I believe the reason is because this time around, people are using one specific move to crack their backs. I'm sure you've guessed that this challenge involves trying to get your back to make that string of pop, 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 popping noises all along your spine, right? I mean, I don't even, I don't even think that sounds like fun. I mean, that just makes me cringe. Well, Anyway, a lot of people are doing it, and here's the move that made this viral 
backcracking challenge come into play. So basically what you do is you kneel down with your hands behind your head. The other person then turns around and puts their arms through your arms like they're putting on a backpack, like you're the backpack. And then the person behind you stands up or leans forwards and they stretch your back. Yeah, what could go wrong there, right? Couple of kids trying to go viral on TikTok. Yeah. Well, as of last week, the back crack challenge hashtag has had over 30 million views. Wow, for my chiropractor people out there, you should be getting a lot of business. Now, most of the videos that I've seen are all kids. TikTok is working fast and furious to put warnings on these videos and the warnings say, warning, participating in this could result in serious injury. Um, you think? And of course, it's because TikTok doesn't want to be held liable if someone basically gets paralyzed from doing this crazy challenge. Now, if any of you are doctors out there, you know that this type of spine manipulation could result in joint and ligament strain, pulled muscles, or serious damage to your spine. You may want to discourage your kids, even your college-age kids, from participating in this one. If they have a backache and they need their back fixed, please have them go to a reputable doctor. All right, last up on the TikTok challenges for the week is the Talk To Me Boy Challenge. This one falls in the pointless category. It could be funny, but it could also cross a line if you're not careful. This challenge is really simple. All it involves is you doing your best to look nerdy or as geeky as possible before doing a transformation in which you then show yourself looking as hot and good as possible. Talk To Me Boy comes into it because the videos are soundtracked by the Talk To Me Boy No Disrespect line in Justin Timberlake's Rock Your Body song. The challenge originally started with guys doing it, but now, of course, everyone's getting involved. And the entire internet is, as the kids say, thirsting over these videos. In case you don't know what thirsting means, it means to have a strong desire for something or lust after. If you see your kids testing, texting and saying that someone makes them thirsty, well, let's just say it doesn't mean they need a drink of water. And you may want to have a casual conversation at dinner about this. All right, that was just a side point. Now, where this can get to the cross the line level is when kids go from just showing their face geeked out and then all glammed up to when they show their entire body. I've seen some really beautiful young ladies go from jeans and a t-shirt to wearing basically nothing for these videos. And if your kids have their comments on and it's public, well, I'm sure you can imagine the types of comments that may show up. I won't even tell you some that I saw. So if you have kids, just keep a lookout for this one. It could be harmless and fun, or it could be fun and their video could end up on Pornhub or some other adult website. A few weeks ago, I mentioned that TikTok had agreed to pay $92 million to settle a lawsuit over data privacy. They were collecting data, including private draft videos that you never published, your location, and biometrics on everyone, including your kids. Even the ones who are under 13 that are on the platform, or 
if they're in the videos with you or their older siblings. According to the lawsuit, some of the kids that they have biometrics on are as young as four years old, and they sold that data to advertisers. Yikes, that is scary. Here's the update as of this week. If the settlement was approved, it would give each of the users approximately a dollar, with some users in Illinois getting a little more. That's crazy, right? And then, to, on top of that, there was some convoluted way that you have to go about claiming your dollar settlement, which in reality, the majority of people would say, uh, yeah, no thanks, I'm not gonna go through all that hassle. And when I read that, I thought, what a joke. TikTok knows that they'll get to keep all that money except the attorney fees, and they'll gladly pay that. Thankfully, there are still judges with some common sense that can't be bought and that care about privacy, especially kids' privacy. The federal judge on this case has refused to approve the proposed settlement. Here are the three reasons why. One, the judge didn't like how TikTok would notify you of your chance to participate in the settlement. In fact, he asked, and I quote, why would, tic why would the TikTok app not be used to contact class members directly? Uh, yeah, we all know the answer to that one. Most people don't pay attention to the news, let alone some fine print, oh, by the way, you can get money because we took your data without your consent. Number two, the judge said he needed more information on how the parties agreed that the settlement amount would be only $92 million after Facebook recently paid $650 million to settle similar claims over the collection of biometric information. Whoa, I was shocked to see that this judge had done his homework. To all the attorneys listening, that was not an insult, I promise. I know how hard you and judges work and the amount of stuff you have to read about a case. I could not imagine the amount of reading this judge had done. And number three, which is my favorite reason of, of them all, is apparently TikTok did not agree to stop collecting the data that got them into this position in the first place. Nope, they only agreed that they would update their privacy policies to make sure those activities are more clearly disclosed. Wait, what? Now, in case you aren't familiar, when you or your kids sign up for TikTok, you are agreeing that they can collect your data, record your biometric information, including facial characteristics, and that of everyone in any videos you create on their platform. Track your kid's location using GPS data and collect data on draft videos, whether you publish them or not. Oh, they also share information about you or your kids without your consent to, with Facebook, Google, and other companies. I haven't been able to see who the other companies are because they haven't released all the documentation yet. Apparently, the judge wasn't crazy about them making a settlement, but being permitted to continue in using the same behavior. So where will this go? No one knows. I have a hunch that TikTok is going to grit its teeth and pay a much larger sum to settle this. If they pay a huge amount, the judge will likely let the, we're just gonna change our terms and conditions, stay in place because collecting your kids' data is really how they make their money. With that, I wanna give you a warning about TikTok's For You page. 
This page is filled with videos picked by TikTok's algorithm of the best new content that they think you'll enjoy. They use a proprietary recipe, like, you know, a secret sauce for how they dish out these videos. But they also do say it has to do with videos you've watched, content you like, and those you follow. Now these videos are from new people that you don't know, so you never know who or what you might see. Now, imagine if your kids have just logged in and they're looking at the For You page in their TikTok and they see a video of a 14-year-old girl showing a white latex glove covered in blood in the snow and then panning over to a blood-covered stuffed animal, then ranting about her dad and saying she just stabbed her sister. Yeah, that really happened. And the 14-year-old actually did kill her sister. She stabbed her 19-year-old sister who had cerebral palsy and was in a wheelchair. It took TikTok three days, three, to remove that video and shut down her account. TikTok made money off that tragedy and kids were traumatized. If you have kids on TikTok, I implore you to talk to them about what they're watching or just limit their time on the platform. Encourage them to get into real life or start a new hobby, one that doesn't involve TikTok. All right, I'm gonna take a quick break. Stay tuned for our next topic. Wouldn't it be great to stay up to date without being overwhelmed? It's possible and easy. Just sign up for our free cyber alert emails. We take the guesswork out of knowing what's going on with kids and technology. We provide the essentials that parents, grandparents, and adults working with children should know in today's digital world. Just visit yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio and sign up today. Woohoo! Welcome back. Let's start off with a joke. Why was the computer cold? It left its windows open. Now, my computer would be frozen if it went by the number of windows or tabs open for sure. I don't know about you guys. In the past, I've mentioned that TikTok is wading into the shopping phase. I can safely say that they are about waist deep right now. And while on Instagram, influencers have to tell you that their post is sponsored or that they earn money if you go to the website they're promoting or click their link, TikTok hasn't made that a policy just yet. If you have younger kids on the platform, now would be a good time to teach them about how others influence us to purchase products and the why behind it. You may wanna cover that some people really care for others and other people just wanna use the product to make money. Neither of which is evil. Everyone has to feed their family and make a living. As, as long as they're not promoting really bad things or criminal things. But kids should know how this process works before they're bombarded with friends and influencers pushing products on them. And you may be wondering, why in the world is she covering this right now? Well, there's a good reason. I've seen an influx in the amount of videos, on TikTok particularly, showing the circle water bottle. Now, just to clarify, that's spelled C-I-R-K-U-L, not circle C-I-R-C-L-E. This water bottle is no ordinary water bottle. Oh, no, it's not. This water bottle has this funny little cartridge thing in it, and it lets you add, quote unquote, flavors. And you can control how much 
flavor you add to your water. You can also drink just plain old water in this bottle as well. This is the newest, coolest it thing to have for teens. Their website shows pictures of young kids running with it, playing sports with it, just doing all kind of fun things with it. The cheapest plan, and I say plan because it is a monthly subscription that you're buying, is $27 a month. That gets you a free water bottle and eight flavor cartridges for that $27 a month at the following month and every month after until you cancel, they'll ship you eight cartridges a month. Now for those who are selling this or referring this, you get $10 for each referral that you send. And then you also receive four new flavor cartridges for yourself for every five referrals you send. If this sounds kind of like MLM, well, it's because it kind of sort of is. And again, this isn't a bad thing, but your kids need to know about this stuff and you should be the one teaching them, not the internet, because they're not gonna tell them about this. Now, just for the record, I have not tried this. I'm not selling this and I'm not interested, thanks. I've seen both good and bad reviews, um, but I'm just gonna stick with plain old H2O with a squeeze of lemon or lime. That's just my preference. All right, moving on to the next thing. If you have kids that are gamers and spend time on Twitch, this will make you a bit happier. Twitch is rolling out a new system that will be a brand safety score. This new scoring system is going to rank streamers by their performance and history and will determine their advertisement placements and partners. It's going to be a merit and demerit system heavily focused on the Twitchers suspension history, their behavior and etiquette. Okay, I know, English please. So basically the gamers or Twitchers who follow the community guidelines aren't foul mouthed, rude, bullying, spamming, or being nasty are going to be promoted and be able to make more money than say their more vulgar counterparts. Now, I don't know if you've ever watched a Twitch or been on a Twitch stream, and sometimes it's um, quite an interesting place to be. This is good news for parents, especially if you have an active gamer on Twitch. I wanna tell you why this is happening, because you should know this. Uh, March of this year, Twitch released a transparency report for 2020, for last year. After Amazon shareholders voiced concerns, which I'm sure that came after being pressured by parents like me and other concerned organizations. Yes, in case you didn't know, Amazon owns Twitch, along with just about everything else these days, it seems like, right? Here are some of the reasons for the new brand safety score that they're gonna roll out. I'm not gonna go deep in the weeds into the report, which is very interesting in and of itself. And I have saved a copy because I've read that and went, wow, I don't know how long they're gonna leave that up. I'm gonna give you the stats that as a parent would be really important for you to know. All right, so here we go. In the first half of 2020, there were 57 billion, with a B, chat messages sent on Twitch. That's a lot of chatting of which 208 million, with an M, were removed due to adult nudity, pornography, violence, gore, threats, hateful conduct, sexual harassment, terrorism, terrorist propaganda and recruitment, and spam. Wow. 
Those are the messages that moderators and the auto filters that Twitch has set up removed. Then there were another 13.4 million reports from users about content that were removed by Twitch or after they were reported, the users removed them. All for the same reason. They have some graphs. The bulk of the messages that were removed were spam, pornography, sexual harassment, and violence, and adult nudity. Those were the top five. Here's an interesting thing to me, and I think this is actually a good thing. Twitch sent 2,158 tips to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Those are the people that hunt down the missing kids or the kids that have been kidnapped and sold into sex trafficking. And they're a wonderful, wonderful organization. Now, the interesting thing is Twitch doesn't say how many of those tips actually helped a missing or exploited child. And I'm sure there's legal reasons but that they can't. But just the fact that they're doing this as of 2020 is a significant and huge step in the right direction. Twitch, the platform itself, placed over 38 calls to local police over life-threatening content. Their influencers previewed live on their live streams. That would be maybe kids saying that they were going to kill themselves, kids saying they were going to kill somebody else, anything that was a life-threatening thing. That again is actually really good. Now, unfortunately, they don't have a record of the number of calls to local police that individual users themselves have made. That would kind of be interesting just based on the other numbers in the report. I gave you all that just so that you know that they are trying to make it safe. But Twitch is still the wild, wild west. Amazon's trying to make it a tamer, safer place for your kids, which is good news. But just remember, it's still the wild, wild west, and it should be treated as such, at least for now. Now I'm going to shift gears and talk about another social media app that is gaining in popularity, especially with tweens and teens. It's called Hive, like, you know, Beehive. The best way to explain Hive is kind of to imagine if Instagram and Twitter had a baby. Now, one of the things driving kids and young adults to Hive is that you can monetize your content as soon as you sign up. No building of a giant following is necessary. Oh, and I forgot to mention, as of right now, Hive is only available if you have an Apple. I'm really sorry, Android folks, but um, it ain't there yet. So what does Hive actually do? Well, like I said, it looks a little bit like Instagram. It has an explore page that lets you check out the latest featured posts and trending posts. You can also browse through different areas of interest, including memes, beauty, cars, food, anime, LGBTQ+, exotic relationships, and pets, of course, because no platform would be a platform unless it had pets. Now here's what Hive looks like. On your profile, there are two columns, one for photos and one for text posts. It's basically like having your Instagram feed and your Twitter feed all in one app. And you can like, reply, and repost any image or text post from an another, another account too. It also has a wait for it chronological timeline, which, you know, young people love. And for those that long for the good old MySpace days, if those people remember that, Hive also lets you add music to your profile. According to Distractify, the first song is free, the others will cost you 99 cents. Again, what's driving people to Hive is that they can monetize their accounts as soon as they sign up. 
something that Instagram does not allow smaller accounts to do. You can post clickable links anywhere within your content, including in captions and comments, which is like impossible to do on Instagram unless you have like 10,000 followers and access to the Instagram story swipe up. This is gonna sound amazing to your kids, especially those who are entrepreneurs or just wanna be social influencers. They can make money, but I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of mature stuff on Hive. I do not recommend your kids jump on there, seriously. And there are no parental controls, nor does the 22-year-old creator plan to add them anytime soon. And look, I recommend this app be like on the no-go list, but if you're gonna let your kids have it or be on it, you should check out the founder's Twitter account so you can get a feel for what the platform would be like. Her Twitter is honey at honeyxmua. And just a side note, when you check out someone on Twitter, always make sure you scroll because some things just aren't at the top. I really encourage you to please just keep your kids off this app. Now, speaking of another should be on the no-go list of apps, I wanna talk to you about Omegle. Omegle is a social media platform that lets kids talk with strangers from anywhere in the world. Omegle is not just an app. It's a free online chat website that allows users to chat with others without the need to register. So you can basically be anonymous. Even if you have parental controls on your kid's phone, they can access this with a computer or tablet on internet. Up until a week ago, TikTok was promoting Omegle and allowing direct links to the platform, but has since stopped. However, that doesn't mean that your kids won't see videos of people talking about it and going there on their own, especially since famous YouTubers and TikTok stars like KSI, Charlie D'Amelo, Emma Chamberlain, and a bunch of others that your kids know if they're on social media, well, they're on Amigo and they would love to be able to chat with them. The Omegle hashtag on TikTok currently has over 11 billion views. So this is serious. TikTok can't remove all those hashtags and all the videos. All right, warning, I'm gonna cover some mature content. So if you wanna just step away for a minute, that would be a good idea. This comes from a BBC investigation where they monitored Omegle for 10 hours. They spent 10 hours on the platform. During that time, this is what they encountered. They were paired with several people under the age of 18, with some appearing to be as young as seven or eight and found boys aged 14 masturbating in front of strangers. During just one two-hour period, they were shown 12 masturbating men, eight naked men, and seven porn ads. I'm sorry, I warned you. If you stepped away, you can come back now. Omegle says it's for people 18 and over, but there are no age verifications, and it's easy to say you're a different age. If your kids ask to have this on their phone, just say no. And if you have a way to filter your internet traffic at home for all your devices, this website should be blocked. It's not safe. The last topic I'm gonna cover today is a culture heads up. I've talked before about drugs on social media and we've talked about how much influence those on social media can have on our kids. We all know another sphere of influence is their favorite celebrities, whether it's a singer, movie star, or athlete. If you have kids in the house and they're big fans of Seth Rogen, this is for you. If you know anything about Seth Rogen, it's that he loves marijuana. 
and he doesn't apologize for that. He's played in many films where he gets to do what he loves, smoke pot, or today's term weed, or whatever they call it now. You, you get the drift. He's originally from Canada, which legalized cannabis nationwide in 2018. In 2019, he launched his own company in Canada, and now the cannabis is legal here in the U.S. He has just launched in the U.S. as of um, March 11th via his website, houseplant.com. The website has been so popular that you have to put your email in to be put on a waiting room list and they'll notify you when it's your turn to quote unquote get in. So obviously I'm not going to put my name or my email in there. Um, I'm, so I'm at this time, I'm not able to give you any details right now on if you can purchase in a state where it's not legal, how shipping works or any of those details, but I will have that at a future time. But I do want to share with you what his Instagram post today sent as I'm recording this on the 11th said, said, what we're doing is bringing you the best strands of weed that have been handpicked. And by that, I mean hand smoked by me. It's just the weed that I love that I want to be smoking. That's how he promoted uh, his website's launch today. If your kids are following him because they like his movies and they're a fan, they may want to check out the website. I'm just going to be honest with you. So just be aware. If you see this in their history, houseplant.com, well, you know what they're viewing. Just remember, be calm, take a deep breath, and talk with your kids. Well, that wraps up another show. And until next week, remember, parenting in today's digital world is challenging and difficult. But remember, you can do this. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Your Kid's Secret Life with Lisa and Chris Good. To submit your questions, sign up for our free cyber alert emails, or for information on today's show, please go to yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Your Kid's Secret Life.